So today um, I'm having a conversation with Dr. Sharon Wong. Um, so um, this is a, a, a conversation with a, a new physician that's come to our community uh, who's uh, moved from uh, Ontario mm -hmm. uh, and is also a new, new resident. Um, as in, uh, as in, just completed her residency. So yes. that's, please that's don't bring me back to residency. Again. <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. So thanks for having this uh, uh, conversation. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So for those of you listening, the, the, these um, this is part of, I guess, a set of two podcasts that are more um, sort of uh, directed towards new physicians or new physicians want that are wanting to join our community. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, so thanks for uh, thanks for chatting with me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so you completed your uh, residency in July, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit earlier too. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, and and you and you moved for from Ontario mm -hmm. at that time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself before we kind of uh, yeah a bit more of a chat. So. Um, the last city I was in was London, Ontario. Then that's where I did my family medicine residency. Mm -hmm. um, I did live in quite a few places on the quotation mark East Coast, as mm -hmm. you guys like to refer it to. So I spent uh, a number of years in Montreal where I did my undergrad and uh, medical school. Then um, prior to that, I was in Ottawa, Ontario. And then prior to that, I lived in like suburban Toronto, um, as well as like a smaller city, Guelph, Ontario. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think I'm from kind of Ontario, Montreal area. Okay. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so I graduated and I moved here um, mostly because of family attachments. Mm. Um, we have a young child, my husband and I, so we really want to uh, prioritize having grandparents around for mm. that extra childcare support. Um, so then, you know, it was either here or Ottawa, and Ottawa obviously lost because of the snow and the cold. <laughs> so here we are. Okay, so I mean, before we talk about being about medicine and mm -hmm. being a new resident mm -hmm. and, and, and all the rest of it, how have, you, how have you found the move from a sort of family point of view, weather point of view, <laughs> these yeah. kind of things? Yeah, so the move, um, I mean, the moving part yeah. was obviously, yeah. you know, difficult as all moving can yeah. be across the country. Um, but being here has been great. Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, specifically in this area, the White Rock, South Surrey area, I found mm -hmm. uh, the weather to be quite ple uh, pleasant. Mm -hmm. So even in winter where, you know, people know of Vancouver as Vancouver, um, we've been getting a lot of sun, which has been a pleasant surprise, um, you know, having time to spend outdoors in the winter is um you know i don't take that for granted because in ontario you would be just staying indoors because of how cold it is and how snowy it is um so the weather has been great the nature also has been amazing just being able to step outside and you know get your horizon view to be just snowy mountains um, i really appreciate that as well um and you live in white rock south surrey yeah i live yeah. in south surrey that's correct okay. mm -hmm. okay. yeah all right so uh, yeah, I mean, so I, I probably this is where I'm going to try and sell the, the area uh, from a weather point of view, at least. Right. Yes. Uh, so, um, and please uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I'm pretty. Uh, so, so I think that on average, this is the warmest place in in Canada, at least BC. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and from a sunshine point of view mm -hmm. i think we get the most i think the third 
second or third most sun in mm. in BC mm-hmm. or sunny days in mm-hmm. BC, mm-hmm. Um, and or or at least in the lower mainland. Okay, mm-hmm. it's one of the uh, uh, right. <laughs> starting to right. to question that now, mm-hmm. but um, and and I think the reason is is that you know I think when you live here, I'm sure you've had this experience either looking across. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mud Bay mm-hmm. to at the rest of Vancouver, mm-hmm. or driving back or driving to and from, yeah. is that there, there's usually uh, a lot more rain up towards mm-hmm. Vancouver and Burnaby, mm-hmm. uh, and it doesn't quite doesn't quite reach us mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. So we we do get a little bit. I think we do get a little bit more more sun so, and less yeah. ra- rainy days. Uh, that's not to say that. It does get quite rainy most of the time, particularly on a well. Today's we'll get a is week a good, of rain. <laughs> today's a good example yes. of how many days can mm. be, what days can be like in the mm-hmm. winter. Right, this is a, of two three months of mm-hmm. quite a lot of rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah. So we talked a bit about the weather, and and you talked a bit about the the nature. So mm-hmm. do you want to? Tell us a bit more about your experience there. Yeah, so um, we've had some, we've had a chance to kind of also go uh, northern, north, more north, mm-hmm. um, to you know hike in like Grouse Grind, um, mm. Cypress. Uh, I think we went to maybe Lynn Valley. So you took, suspension you took bridge. your 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 little one. Oh no 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 no. Okay. <laughs> this all was right. this was before I had him. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. have a sorry a uh, pre- preschool little? age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So no, yeah. no, no, I didn't take him to the grass grind. I mean, mm-hmm. I was pregnant, so I guess he was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know, all that obviously is great, and people know kind of that as being part of the nature of Vancouver. Yeah. Um, but I think the other thing people don't realize when you live here that um, that you might take for granted is that in other places, so not to shade on London very much, but. For example, a hike in London mm. would be like the equivalent of maybe like Redwood Park here. Mm-hmm. So like a smaller nature type of park. Yeah. Yeah. But the conditions are not nearly as good because the trails are not maintained as mm. much as it is here. Mm. Um, and so what you get is when, in the winter, it's just that it's just like muddy, basically. You so you yeah. can't really hike. Yeah. Um, but when I came here, I think my husband took me to Redwood Park as the one of the first parks. And mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is just some little park in the neighborhood and it's already mm. like much better and mm. um, you can actually hike a little bit. Um, and there's obviously elevation here that we didn't really have mm. in London. So even that, just the smaller parts of the nature is already very impressive. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Good to keep, to keep active. Yeah. yeah. So why, I guess White Rock, South Surrey, we've got, I'm going to say three la- very large, I would mm-hmm. say, what well, large uh, wooded parks. Yeah. Uh, so Crescent Park, uh, Sunnyside, and Centennial, yeah. and then there's a whole load of smaller That's right. kind of park parks, if yeah. you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Redwood is on a smaller. Yeah. So is that in Langley or is that in? It seems it's still it's in South Surrey. I think it's still in South Surrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah still. It's actually, like just yeah. east of the 176. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got the uh, couple of beaches right. as well. So. Yeah, you get the beach and the and the bit of like the kind of foresty areas yeah. here. So it's a nice yeah. combination. Yeah, and the river as well. So there's mm-hmm. rowers that go along mm-hmm. the, the the river. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and in terms of, uh, so you kind of uh, got a little bit into uh, some hiking and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, any, 
you haven't paddle boarded yet. I mean, it took me not yet <laughs> till uh, it took me till last year to start. So I right. got a paddle board. Mm. Uh, so I'm starting to get my way around that. Mm. Although I try, I generally stick to the river, right? Because it's a lot calmer than right, yeah. Than going out into the sea. Well, I, ha- I have done that, but um, mm. um, um, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, when I go out, I am taking my son, so I right. get a bit. Get nervous going out in the sea because I have to I have to rescue oh, him. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, mm, yeah, that's understandable. Yeah, mm. yeah. I mean, it's still fairly. Uh, it's not. It's not uh, because of the um, you know the island mm-hmm. basically, Vancouver Island. Uh, you, it's not. Uh, you don't get big waves or anything crazy mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. here. But it, um, it's more currents and it gets right. a little bit choppy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right. So, all right, yeah. So anyway, so so in so and in terms of uh, you, so you've in you've been very happy with the move from a sort of family and 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 lifestyle mm-hmm. point of view. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, and in terms of um, you know, this is your first job out of that is residency? correct. Yes, that is my first job. Okay, mm-hmm. and you you had you. Um, I remember you telling me that you uh, initially were going to do orthopedics, right? And then decided to sort of yes. change to to, yeah. to family medicine, which is uh, I was uh, commenting it's a fairly extreme jump from right. <laughs> short, short of doing ophthalmology or something, it's a, it's a big it's a, right. you, you you can't get more in terms of moving from speciality very mm-hmm. specialized to mm-hmm. generalism it's a mm-hmm. big big jump yeah. yeah yeah i started off in uh, orthopedics and that's what i what what um you know third year medical school me wanted mm-hmm. to do mm-hmm. and um i think that's you know obviously orthopedics is very fascinating it's mm-hmm. very interesting um i really like the work i really like the the fact that you kind of fix stuff right mm-hmm. um and uh, the other thing is when you are in a specialty, every single day you are spending there in residency, you feel mm-hmm. like you're getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, and then I had a bit of a change of heart uh, because I realized that for me personally and my personality, I just wasn't really fit to be that kind of, you know, the, the surgeon, the, command, the commander in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I switched to family medicine. And, um, you know, I always, I always actually really value the knowledge that family doctors and like you know other generalists like internal medicine doctors had, mm-hmm. and I thought that they were super intelligent to be able to know, you know, a little bit of everything, mm. and I really didn't think I was gonna be able to do that, and it, that has certainly been a challenge, mm. um, you know, practicing and even residency is that you don't feel like you're getting better, you feel like there's always something you don't know, mm. and um, there's always some lack of, you know. Uh, in your knowledge uh, database, so mm. that part's been challenging for sure. Mm. That I've found. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and um, and in terms of actually, uh, so what so what kind of things have you specifically found harder? Mm-hmm. You know, um, in terms of that becoming because you you're a locum, is that right? Yeah, you're, mm-hmm. you're a locum at mm-hmm. a group practice. That's correct. Mm-hmm. But you are covering. For somebody's maternity, maternity leave, is yes. that correct? Mm-hmm. So you do have a, so you've had to sort of manage and take over a, a, a panel uh, mm-hmm. and manage that longitudinally for what, six months mm-hmm. or a year? Correct, or? yeah, six months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so um, 
many thanks to my host physician for providing me with this opportunity because it is quite unique in that mm. it was a longer locum. So I mm. basically got to experience what it was be, what it be, would be like to have a practice of my own without actually having that practice six months later. Yeah. So um, um, I think so. One thing that was really important to being a, a new physician and um, you know also locuming is that having other physicians in the clinic, so in a group practice, mm. because then if because everything is just so new yeah. and you're just so lost that there are other people who you can rely on to ask for help. Mm. Um, so that's been uh, really helpful. Um, other than that, what else has been challenging? Um, obviously, these are not my patients so mm. you you don't have that kind of longitudinal relationship with them and where you've you know already had established trust um and then the other part being a new physician is that i'm sure many people have somewhat of some somewhat of imposter syndrome and they don't necessarily trust that they're able to provide um the best you know clinical decisions mm. um so that that part has also been a bit challenging and so sometimes when i do make decisions I'm questioning myself a little bit. The patient might be questioning me a little bit, and then it's just a little bit of a, um, a mess there. <laughs> but that that's very that's very rare, thankfully. Hmm. But there's always up to date. So thank you for the to the division for providing up to date. <laughs> Didn't have that in Ontario. It's been very useful um, for a new physician like myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, I think one of the challenges is 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 that longitudinal you know that you are at some level you are somewhat responsible for Mm -hmm. all of their care yeah Mm -hmm. um you know there may be other specialists or other things going on Mm -hmm. uh, and but you sort of are still somewhat at the very least quarterbacking it you know whether you're throwing the ball or running the ball Mm -hmm. running with the ball (laughs) as i say (laughs) yeah so and i think uh, i think some of the um, the, I think the challenge is knowing when to do, when to run with the ball, mm. when to throw it, mm-hmm. um, and I think you get more out of the job if you run with the ball mm-hmm. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, there's uh, there's an element of risk with that as well. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Um, Okay, so going back to, um, so in terms of moving from, um, so actually, actually, just going backwards a bit. So when, what would your advice be? You're now what, a few months in, mm-hmm. six months in, mm-hmm. um, and what would your advice be to somebody leaving, um, you know, just, just graduate, just coming out of, not graduating, coming out of residency, mm-hmm. What would your advice be in terms of maybe job, in terms of their approach, in terms of what they what they should be doing? Mm-hmm. I think regardless of the region you're practicing in, mm-hmm. um, so anywhere in Canada, I guess. Um, so obviously there's like the logistical stuff, right? So you got to mm-hmm. set that up, mm-hmm. you know, making sure you're starting um, as early as, well, not early as possible, but starting within the um, recommended time to apply for all the licensing because mm-hmm. you don't really want to be stuck not having a license yeah. um, to start practicing. In terms of finding a job, so um, Andrea from the division has been very, very helpful. She was my first point of contact. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was the one that uh, chatted with me about what I wanted, what I was looking for in terms of uh, where I wanted to practice, what length of time, that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And she's been still uh, consistently um, finding opportunities for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and Leah's, Leah's, Leah, 
<laughs> linking me <laughs> to yeah. different clinics and different yeah. opportunities. Yeah. Um, so that's very important. Um, in terms of looking specifically, it really depends on each person. Um, for me personally, I believe that in the beginning, you should really just not commit to too much. Mm. So that means either number of days you're working per week um, or just committing to like a new, new practice. Mm. So I think taking over a practice of someone's established practice right off the bat can't, sounds very daunting to me. Mm. Um, so I personally wouldn't do that, but um, you know, everyone has their own capabilities. Um, so then, um, so yeah, so finding um, the balance you want in terms of how much you want to work. Um, mm. I think starting like, you know, three-ish days a week and you can mm. always add more, right? As you're mm. getting more familiar. Mm. Um, and then the other thing is, as I was mentioned earlier, finding a practice where you do have other mentors to help you mm. um, as you're transitioning to practice is very, very important too. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's what I can think of mm. for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, we're going to talk about billing and, and, and things like that later, but right. it's, it's actually interesting um, now that now that we're talking about it, mm-hmm. that you probably uh, have done very well <laughs> out of your situation because mm-hmm. you've managed. Uh, I think there's three, really, there's, there's three ways of doing this. Uh, I guess there's a fourth way. So the fourth way would be you become a hospitalist or you mm-hmm. do some other right. non sort of um, not in an office type mm-hmm. um, family practice mm-hmm. if you like and then mm-hmm. you do that initially you do different experiences and then you you know maybe do a bit of rural medicine mm-hmm. and then you, you you kind of settle down so I guess that's one one option the other option is is you do locums mm-hmm. all right which uh, as in um, and usually that locum is you're working at lots of different mm-hmm. practices and maybe moving around, mm-hmm. which I think is a challenge in itself. Yes. <laughs> um, and and I think there, uh, yeah, and and within the BC system, there are um, I'm not going to say penalties, but there, there there are some issues around that potential. We'll come mm-hmm. to billing mm-hmm. later. Um, fr- from a financial point of view, right, yeah. Um, and then there's the option that you sort of touch upon, which is you take over a, you, you come and you either start or you take over a practice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which is a big commitment. It is a big commitment. <laughs> yes, yeah. And yeah. and I think the commitment there is 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 um, taking on a panel, mm-hmm. and then you, you know you are. Um, somewhat then committed to that panel. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can't move around, yeah. mm-hmm. but you still, you're inheriting a bit of a responsibility there. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, d- you know, from a personal, emotional point of view, but That's correct. a little bit from a college point of view, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, for yeah. me, I just didn't want to, um, like, because I'm not even entirely sure that I would be in this in this region yeah. um, in yeah. a few years. So yeah. I didn't want to start a practice, yeah. have inherited a bunch of patients, some of which mm. could have left from their previous GPs mm. to come to me. And yeah. then in a few years, I'm like, bye, <laughs> I got to yeah. go. <laughs> you yeah. know, I don't want to do that to people. So it, mm. for me, it's a bit of a caution. Um, I'm a bit cautious. That's why yeah. I want to kind of t- see where what I want to do, test out some, a few different scenarios before I make that kind of jump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you probably that's what, uh, so in reflection, you've done very well mm-hmm. in finding a long-term locum. I'm not sure yeah. how many opportunities are out there for that kind of yeah. thing, but not I would many. have thought it's a good place mm-hmm. 
good way to start For at sure. least yeah yeah i've been very yeah. fortunate mm-hmm. yeah yeah what would your plans be after the six months (laughs) um for some other like personal reasons i think i'm just gonna take a bit of a break to kind of think about what i want to do next um but just in general i just want to see what different opportunities there may be um you know because you're when you're committing a practice you're also committing to a committing to a clinic Mm -hmm. um so you know whether i want to start my own clinic or join an existing practice Mm. um, where i want to practice what exact work do i want to do um, so I just want to take a bit of time to think about it. I mean, the, the reason I even switched from ortho, orthopedics to family medicine was because COVID had actually yeah. given me a lot of time in a busy residency to think about my next steps. And that's actually when I realized I didn't want to be in that residency anymore. So you suddenly had time. I suddenly had time. And, and, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm not being on call. <laughs> that, yeah. that too, that too. Yeah. But yeah. time is really needed to kind of reflect on these things. And, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not quite sure yet. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, anything else you wanted to say from a sort of residence, new resident point of view? I guess to on? any residents yeah. who are still in residency, it does get better. Life gets better um, when someone is not setting your schedule for you, when you can take time for your personal needs mm-hmm. um, and work the, the days you want you need to work and mm-hmm. not the days you have stuff to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find work-life balance. Um, so that part is going to get easier. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think, I think, look, when even as a physician that has their own panel, mm-hmm. there is a, there is a commitment there, but you mm-hmm. have a lot of flexibility exactly. as a family physician. Yes, exactly. Uh, you can set your own day. Mm-hmm. When am I going to start? Mm-hmm. When am I going to finish? Mm-hmm. How many hours? What days am I going to work? Mm-hmm. When I take a holiday? Mm-hmm. How long is my holiday up to a certain point, I guess? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, as you have a family, you know, there'll be, um, you know, commitments with the children. You know, they'll yeah. have something at school and, and, yeah. and mm-hmm. um, you, can, you can take that time off, which mm-hmm. um, I can imagine. I mean, I've certainly spent, I've spent still the majority of my career in hospital medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that was always, particularly in the UK system, a... Uh, a particular challenge mm. is to uh, to take the time off in the first place, mm-hmm. um, or um, you know, swap my on calls or, or whatever. Or mm-hmm. and I think the thought of taking some time off to go and see my my son's band or something would be somewhat inconceivable, actually. Yes, <laughs> so, I agree. That's yeah. one thing about hospitals I don't miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and in terms of the experience of the medicine itself, well, we talked about the challenges we've got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but have you? Is it something you've enjoyed, or you know, found rewarding, or? You mean uh, like practicing? Yeah, you're practicing it. Yeah, yeah, being a family physician. Yeah, yeah, no, it's certainly been rewarding. I mean, even with the um, like w- even with these patients not being mine, I found that they kind of did feel like they were my patients, and mm. I've certainly f- seen a number of patients like many, many times throughout these six months, mm-hmm. and so there has been somewhat somewhat of a relationship, and I think that's one of the most rewarding thing about um, family medicine is that mm. relationship you have, mm. um, and then, you know, yes, it's been very rewarding, um, you know, made a few diagnoses, did some man- management things that people appreciated, so, yeah. So I think you get to see a lot of variety in in general practice um, and I think that's one of the most rewarding things is, is that each day 
isn't the same. I mean, I think you do have your bread and butter things that your your upper respiratory tract infections, right. things like that, they're gonna they're, they're gonna come in. And I think that's also one of the challenges is that in there there's gonna be a lung cancer or or, or, mm. or some other problem, and it's trying to sort of manage that. But I think one of the other advantages from that the, in the way that I think about it is that you have that longitudinal relationship, as you're saying, and you have an opportunity to to potentially make a change over a longer period of time. Okay, so when you're That's in right. acute medicine, or um, you 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 know you you have to sort of, or you're in mind that you've got to solve all of these problems now. Whilst right. I think in longitudinal, you can perhaps. In, in longitudinal family practice, you can perhaps try and take the long-term view mm-hmm. and say, okay, with something like depression or mental health, you're going to try and manage that over a period of time, manage behavioral change mm-hmm. over a period of time. Because I think sometimes that's how it works. You know, you so, so let's take something like smoking. Yeah? You, you, you know, you have a conversation about stopping smoking. Mm-hmm. You maybe just plant the seed um, and then sometimes after a couple of years, the person's coming back and saying, I want to stop smoking. And it's because you've maybe managed that behavior change over time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, but, and that can be rewarding. It can also be very frustrating if you're not, <laughs> if that change isn't happening. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, um, right, so in terms of you, because you, you, although you didn't practice as a sort of independent family um, practitioner in Ontario, you did, you did work there as part of your mm-hmm. uh, residency. Right. Um, how have you found the difference in the system? What, 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 what have you sort of noticed there? Or is there anything you want for people that are thinking of making a similar move? Or what, what have you, from a system point of view, from terms of working as a family physician, is there anything that you um, want to comment on? Right. So would this be a time to talk about the new um, longitudinal family practice model? Because I feel like that's one of the key things that's been a big change and Mm -hmm. one of the things that made me want to come here um because let's face it at the end of the day no matter how passionate you are about your job Mm -hmm. it is it is a means of bringing in income right so money does matter and being um remunerated for your time Mm. is very important Mm -hmm. so um so being the, the new LFP model and being able to be paid for the time you spend doing all these quotation like indirect care work. Mm-hmm. Um, so making referrals, writing your notes that you couldn't finish during the day, these kind of things. That's mm. um, something Ontario does not currently have. So Ontario does have their capitation models um, where you're rostering patients and you're getting remunerated by uh, based on the number of patients you have on your mm-hmm. panel. Yeah. But one big thing is that um, because of that, when you're actually doing day-to-day work, the the billing you do is a percentage of the total. So let's say something like 15%. Um, so a visit, instead of being the full amount, because of this patient being part of your roster, you're only billing the government 15% of the visit premium. So okay. Speak. Okay, so that's that's completely different than BC, where you get a, a capitation, like an amount per patient for being rostered, 
but mm. every single day you're still billing the same amount for the visit. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. So 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 yeah. in sorry, just to clarify, mm -hmm. so in Ontario, you get paid a flat rate over the course of the year mm -hmm. uh, for for having these number of patients. Number of patients, mm -hmm. and, and then you get a smaller amount. Much smaller. Yeah. A much smaller. Mm -hmm. amount um, based on your number of visits and so on. Yeah, based yeah. on what you did for that patient that day for that visit. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So like a basic visit would be just a, por por a portion of yeah. the total, like what it could have been. Okay. Um, but there are other types of visits, like counseling visits and that kind of stuff. That's a bit different. Okay, all right. Okay. So basically in BC, the uh, you know, fee-for-service is still there in it's the background. There. Yeah. But uh, it is largely being replaced Correct. in uh, most situations by mm -hmm. uh, this LFP model. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you get um, paid for your time. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you get paid one hundred and thirty-seven dollars an hour mm -hmm. for your direct or indirect care. So if you're seeing patients. Mm -hmm. You would consider that direct care, right? Uh, if you're checking blood work and 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 and, and the dreaded and inbox, <laughs> yes, the inbox, yes. Uh, then then it's the same rate. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, it, you know, in practice, I think the way they're moving and the way I certainly I bill is is that, you know, I I I'm not sort of switching between indirect and direct. I'm mm -hmm. just like I'm starting here. I'm finishing right. at this time. Yeah. And I bill one. I bill the whole thing as, mm -hmm. as direct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, and on top of that, you get paid twenty five dollars per per visit, mm -hmm. uh, phone or in person, mm -hmm. uh, and that's it's pretty much a flat rate. Mm -hmm. Okay. There are some a few minor um, exceptions to that. In that, there's you know you get paid more for PAPs or. Mm -hmm or you do a liquid nitrogen or, or there's mm -hmm. a few little things like that and also home visits they pay an extra hundred right. dollars per, mm -hmm. per home visit but generally it's it's a much simplified system I think that was the intent yes is to I make this as simple as possible yeah. <laughs> uh, so that they can you know maybe from an admin point of view they're saving a bit of money but also from our point of view it's cutting our admin costs you know For chasing sure. this stuff down mm -hmm. and this kind of thing mm -hmm. so and and so it has made a big difference uh, be, um, because I think overall there has been a net increase in our in our in our pay. So right. if you're seeing um, patients at 15 minutes an hour, mm -hmm. that's now 237 dollars right. an hour that you're effectively being paid for that for that time, excluding mm -hmm. you know. So um, yeah, which I think under the previous model, depending on what you were doing, mm -hmm. I think, you know, it was more like $180, $200 an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. prior, and that's prior to, yeah, that, you're right, that's if you're fast. If you're, yeah. if you're, if you're seeing, the, sorry, if you're seeing four patients per hour, right. uh, and let's say your average patient is, I'm just picking a random $35 in the mm -hmm. fee-for-service, mm -hmm. then yeah, you, you're, you're entirely right, you would be, you would be actually, half that amount mm -hmm. yeah so um so that's your base um that's your sort of basic um income that you're getting right uh now on top of that there is a 
a complexity fee, mm-hmm. which is based on your panel size mm-hmm. and complexity. Right. All right. So each time you bill a, each time you see and bill a patient, you put the codes in, and based on that, and maybe I think they are going to sort of include a bit more socioeconomic. Mm-hmm. class and other mm-hmm. things in there right uh, um, there's it goes into some formula mysterious calculator mysterious calculation <laughs> yeah um, but you basically get a you you get a quarterly um, lump sum for that right okay mm-hmm. now I can't um, I want to be a little bit careful as to say how much you get for that because mm-hmm. I think it does vary right um, I and I would say that in Wyrox Alsare, um, patients are, you know, certainly in my practice are quite complex mm-hmm. from an age and other point of view. So I would say fi- that it comes to fifteen to even thirty thousand um, dollars every quarter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, depending, you know, maybe uh, you know that's that's what I'm seeing. You know, when I speak to people, but you know, mm. I, I don't know. Um, I might be wrong in quoting that. There might be less, or it might be more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what I seem to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's kind of how you get how you get paid here. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did, what I was trying to say earlier, is that if you are, um, there are some rules around locuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess as a locum, I'm not sure you necessarily need to worry about, but certainly the clinic needs to worry about, mm-hmm. um, is is um, you have to be nominally, at, uh, at least nominally attached to a physician that is away right. to be a locum, away on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, can't, you, you, do, you do not get the longitudinal payments. Or That's right. if you're short, certainly if you're, Say you're locating from clinic to clinic, and you don't have a panel. Mm-hmm. That is certainly the case. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're building a panel, mm-hmm. then you uh, you get those payments. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm interested to know: Do you get? Because I would have thought you should get those payments because you're providing the longitudinal care for that six months. Yeah. So my. I mean, uh, some of this yeah. is uh, we're getting. <laughs> this is between you and the the physician, but. Yeah. Uh, I guess what I'm working out is, in theory, should you, right. you, you know... Um, that's con- that's obviously very controversial, controversial and debatable. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so I'll tell you a bit of background about Ontario, and, and yeah. that's kind of where I'm coming from in yeah. terms of when I negotiate these type of things. Yeah. Is that in Ontario, um, so the capitation model I was mentioning earlier, the majority of people practice under, um, like, FOS, FHOs. Yeah. I think it's family health organizations, I believe. Um so when that type of physician goes on leave, um, it would be nice to break even mm. because they are paying their locums on kind of like a like a salary basis, if okay. you will. So yeah. like they're paying for every half day to get this much, um, which is like a very standard fee. Yeah. So at the end of the day, some physicians end up losing money because mm. they have to cover overhead and pay their locum. Yes. Okay? Yeah. Whereas I come here and um, the locum is billing as if they were just you know any 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 family doctor. Um, so then the only difference is that they're not getting the panel. Yeah. So it's really up to each person um, what they think about that and what their philosophy is. So my thing my thinking is that 
if I were a host physician, I go mm. go away. Mm. I just want to cover your costs. Cover my costs. Yeah. So whatever this locum I find, they can mm. they sh- they should be able to bill. They should that billing goes then a proportion to overhead. Yeah. And then I think because I'm not working, I should be sharing my panel payment with them mm. because they're effectively taking care of my patients for that. Mm period of time um, and mm. acting as me yeah right? yeah so yeah so but I, I guess I won't mention the specifics of between my host position and myself yeah um, but I that's what yeah. I fundamentally believe so in. I think I think the point that we're making here is that generally you, you as a locum you I think in most scenarios you are forfeiting that extra that's correct most scenarios that yeah. that extra yeah. payment that's right that you know um, depending on the panel may be worth quite a lot mm-hmm. of a reasonable amount of money mm-hmm. yeah um and depending on your how you're working mm-hmm. um there may be some issues uh, around making that locum work and get mm-hmm. lfp mm-hmm. payment is there something to right. be aware of when you're talking to the clinic mm-hmm. is um, how am i going to be billing is it going to be fee for service mm-hmm. because i'm an extra you know extra kind of uh, cover doctor and all the other doctors are there mm-hmm. or are you going to be kind of cross-covering for when people are away in which mm-hmm. case I think you can you can, well you can I know you can be mm-hmm. uh, LFP yeah model. yeah mm-hmm. okay um, right so any other differences or things that you know in terms of actually coming across and system and this kind of thing mm-hmm. we, 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 we've been s- selling BC in a very positive light are there any are there any uh, <laughs> Kind of, I, I want to be try, try and be balanced because people right. are going to listen to this and yeah. <laughs> uh, don't want to come here and be unhappy. So. Yeah, I think in terms of the um, like being a doctor in the practice scenario, it's um, it's quite similar. Mm. I mean, it's really dependent on each different city. So I'm in London, Ontario, because it's kind of like a mid-sized city and not mm. super large or super small. We did have um, an actual urgent care hospital, yeah. which was really helpful in offloading the emergency rooms mm. from like, you know, like something that. For, for patients who don't require admission, essentially. So yeah. those people can go with their fractures, what have yeah. you, abdominal yeah. pain. Um, so that's something I miss about London, Ontario. Um, and then I guess just coming here, you have, just have to learn a whole new way of referring to different places, mm-hmm. you know, like for obste- for you know, early pregnancy care, for urgent mm. eye things, mm. um, just different. Mm. I wouldn't say it's any better or worse mm-hmm. on that front, mm. um, but I, I seem to see that there is a, a greater lack of family doctors here. Mm. Um, so that's one of the systemic issues. And I guess I, they're trying to fix this with uh, introducing new billing models and yeah. such. Yeah. Um, in terms of other practices, I think it's just, you know, I've seen a bit of a difference in culture of practice. Um, so because the fee-for-service switch was so recent, um, mm. people are still doing shorter appointments. Um, uh, there, I, I see a lot of doctors renewing prescriptions for a shorter period of time, mm. um, but um, yeah, it's just different, I guess. Um, and then in terms of like the the, the city, mm. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's more expensive to live here compared mm. to other places in Canada. Um, I mean, the housing market is insane everywhere, mm. um, but if you want a single detached house here, it's gonna take a while. Um, mm. If you just start practicing, uh, and then other costs of living are a bit higher, you know, just your day-to-day expenses. Yeah. Um, this area specifically, the White Rock South Surrey area, the food is um, 
the food options are a little bit lacking. Like there could be better food here, uh, but then you could just drive, you know, to Richmond or Burnaby or to um, actual Vancouver proper yeah. and get get yeah. that if you're really into that. Yeah. Um, other thing is obviously, uh, you know, I've I've I'm from um, I lived several years in downtown Montreal, so. Mm. Um, not necessarily say, saying that we really need a nightlife, but just sort of something more of like um, something you can do in your spare time. Um, mm. Let's say if you're you don't have a family, you're just one person, or you have a significant other, mm. you want to do something fun. Um, I feel like the options are a little bit lacking there too. Yeah. If you're not just into nature, you know, obviously nature yeah. is abundant here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think those things are. Yeah, so I think I think what I would say is that I I would say that uh, White Rock South Surrey is ideal for your sort of young families for sure or families in general for actually because sure. yeah. uh, you know there's a lot of um, lifestyle around that yes um, with the water the woods and yeah. and 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 this and and there's a the schools are well. Are highly regarded as well mm-hmm. within BC and right. We do have so, a very nice school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the so generally so this is a population that has been growing very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Surrey in general, but also White Rock South Surrey has been growing sure. very very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 so and some of that is older people moving re- for retirement purposes. Mm-hmm. But I think mostly now that is young professional. Yes. Families and they're moving for that life for their family, mm-hmm. for their for their kids, mm-hmm. uh, but also schools. So mm-hmm. they're moving to be nearer the um, sc- schools that have good good reputations mm-hmm. in in this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so and so it's gone from even in the time that I've I've been here for now for eight years, mm-hmm. um, and even in that time it's grown quite a bit. Um, and those options that you talked about in terms of eating out <laughs> restaurants, those right. have increased quite a bit. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and there is um, so along the beach, uh, White Rock. There's there's a strip of restaurants yeah. and sort of uh, bars and uh, things like that. So um, that I, I think COVID has sort of changed that because uh, oh, I remember yes. at least private prior mm-hmm. to COVID, people would cross the border to come to. Mm-hmm. To White Rock, and certainly people come from out of area to come mm-hmm. come down, mm-hmm. uh, come down there. But you you are right in that that's certainly an area that could you know that uh, you know certainly if you're coming from a bigger city, yeah, um, you 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 might get a little bit disappointed. But as I say, those options are 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 not that far away. The traffic um, is nicer here. Yeah, like the Highway 99. Yeah. The traffic is so nice <laughs> compared yeah. to, I mean, if you're not in, in Toronto, you drive on um, the uh, like the 401 or um, what's that called the the Gardner Express. Obviously, is a mess. Um, the DVP, there basically there's traffic at all hours in the day. Mm. Whereas it, as long as it's not rush hour, even rush hour is not that terrible. But as long mm. as it's not rush hour, you don't really feel like you're driving on a highway that's yeah. linking you know this part of downtown um, to Vancouver yeah so that's really been really nice yeah and the, and the traffic in the area that we yeah. are mm-hmm. is uh, uh, the locals are starting yeah. to complain about it yeah. a little bit but yeah. it's not 
there, there, there are worse places. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad at all. It, yeah. it is it is very good, particularly right. if you're not you know if you're not driving through certain mm-hmm. things all the time. Yeah. Then then it's it's basically it's, it's fine. It, it, I do it, wish it's a little bit more walkable because um, you know that would be nice. But I mean, it's. I think that it's depends a big, where you, I think that de- I think yeah. that depends where you live. Mm-hmm. So um, I think certain areas are very very walkable. Right. So if you live around Ocean Park or mm-hmm. where I am mm-hmm. near Crescent Beach, that's a very walkable area. So Ocean Park, you can you have all of your amenities mm-hmm. kind of l- located within the short mm-hmm. kind of space. Yeah. So, so yeah, it kind of yeah, you're right. It depends that that one that that yeah. specific question depends on where you. <laughs> yeah, live. I think in the where area. Right yeah, process, in the so, area yeah. where I am, there's just yeah. a lot of more de- new developments. Yeah. So they're trying to build the sidewalks at the same time. <laughs> so it's yeah. coming. It's coming. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we've mentioned. Um, so so when you came across, you said, okay, licensing. It takes time, but fairly simple. Very simple, yeah. And then we did touch a bit upon, um, you know, trying to find a job, and mm-hmm. so so I'm I'm going to talk a bit about the division now. So mm-hmm. so so, and I understand that this doesn't similar model doesn't exist in no. in Ontario. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh um, so um, so in in BC from a family practice point of view. Uh, the way we're funded is is um, is that we have an organisation which is FPSC, mm-hmm. um, which is the Family Practice Services Committee, mm-hmm. and that is a, a I guess you call it a joint decision making partnership made up of family practitioners and um, and the Ministry of Health. Right. So that body kind of um, um, help support family practice mm-hmm. right um, and it and and they support that through a number of variety of initiatives right um, but one of those initiatives is the division of, of family practice of which mm-hmm. I'm the I'm the chair mm-hmm. um, and so we uh, the division of family practice is there to work with you know we're we're our, we're sort of member led. So we were originally founded, I think, in two thousand and ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, divisions in general, which White Rock South Surrey is one of the earliest, one of the mm-hmm. either the first or second, you know, division. Right. Um, and it was at, d- designed at the time to help kind of support family practitioners that were, I guess, feeling a bit isolated and mm-hmm. and divorced from the system and mm-hmm. and and decision making that and, and things like that so the divisions were created to help support that to help support family practitioners um, and I believe to be an anchor in the community around sort of primary mm-hmm. primary care and to work in work and help with work with the health authority and the hospital around transitions of care and and all of this kind of thing so um yeah and and obviously one of our sort of things that we've taken upon is is recruitment so right. so uh, so Andrea is part of the division um and and she will show you around show you the clinic show mm-hmm. you what the um what the community has to offer mm-hmm. uh but also um you know hopefully try and help you uh with with any issues or or try and smooth that 
transition because what what as you said earlier a you know it's, it's a stressful stressful move stressful move if you're moving even you know from province to province or out of country right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and no andrea has been super helpful i don't mm-hmm. think i could have <laughs> been here without her <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i think i think also the other point to so I, I would say that the divisions and FPSC overall, although we can complain about uh, some of these things <laughs> as, as, like we do, yeah. uh, is, is, is overall positive because mm-hmm. uh, as family practices, we have some we have some say. Mm-hmm. Um, we could always have more say, but we have some yes. say <laughs> as to how um, how the system works and and how things are run. Um, and and I guess as a physician joining our community, you can be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You can be involved in initiatives um, to try and roll things out. So so you know, and and so this is a pro and con. And, and if we touch upon the con side, is that I think as a new new fast growing city, mm-hmm. um, you know, perhaps the systems are perhaps slightly less developed mm-hmm. than in Ontario or certainly the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, and But the, the, the advantage is, is that you perhaps have more of a say as to how those systems are set up. So mm-hmm. things like team-based care prime, and the primary care network, mm-hmm. those are things that our community of physicians through the division in partnership have worked with the health authority to, self, to set up. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know... You, you get to have your voice um, as to how that should happen. Mm. And and I think that's a positive thing. For sure. O- overall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think we've touched on, on everything, I think. <laughs> Great. Yeah. All right. So I'm glad that you've, um, you know, you sound happy in this community and that's always a um, positive, you know, it's, it's, it's always it's I say this is a big move and yeah. and whilst we're always keen to have new physicians come to our community as you found mm-hmm. as you talked about there's a desperate need mm-hmm. um, you know I would say generally speaking most physicians um, are happy mm-hmm. come coming to BC mm-hmm. and and in particular coming to White Rock South yes. Surrey. So, yeah. Yeah. Great. So thank you for your thank you for your time. Mm-hmm. Um and um yeah, so um and for any physicians that are listening to this that are interested in, in either either joining our community or just having um wanting to have some of their questions asked, then you know, sp- please speak to Andrea and she'll either connect uh, you to me, other physicians yes, in our community that can mm-hmm. um, kind of help you through. Because, that we're, you know, as I think part of this is that even if you're not going to join our community, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, I think we're here to help. Mm-hmm, yeah. For sure. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much thank for you. having me. Thank you. Thanks.